0: Annabelle is an ordinary Raggedy Ann doll, but some people believe she's possessed by a demon and terrorized a bunch of college students in the 1970s. Movies like Annabelle and The Conjuring tell this story. There's a prop doll in that one. But the real Annabelle doll is locked away in a basement in Monroe, Connecticut. I'm Davis Donovan, and this is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio, where I veer off the road and look at some oddball, quirky things from New York to Boston. When I started working at WSHU in 2014, one of the first stories that caught my eye was the strange tale of the Annabelle doll. She lives in a shatterproof glass case, surrounded by crucifixes and warning signs and ominous music. Her captors, are a family of demon hunters who turn their basement into a museum for the haunted and possessed and creepy. Here's a little time capsule from my visit four years ago. From here on, you'll be hearing one of the first stories I ever filed for WSHU. I still remember when Tony Spera, who ran the museum, took me down to see Annabelle. Now, it doesn't look very scary like the one in the movie. It's so innocent yeah. looking. It's it's like a child's Raggedy Ann doll. But this doll is a vessel for a demonic entity of pure evil. And tonight, about 50 tourists from around the country are crowding to get a picture with her. It's a lot creepier than the movie doll. The one in the movie looks like it was you know made for the movie. Like, nobody would really buy their kid that doll. Edwin Ojeda took a close look, but his friends ended up hanging back. We didn't want him to get Not even a foot close to it. We're like, "Mm, no, too too close now. My heart kind of was beating a little fast, and it didn't kind of stop until I left. The museum has never been more popular. The Conjuring introduced the world to Ed and Lorraine Warren, a real-life husband-and-wife demon-fighting team. For decades, when reports came out of a paranormal entity in a house, the Warrens were there to investigate. And before he died in 2006, Ed built a collection of supposedly possessed artifacts from his clients. Sparrow says some of them came to Warren because they got in over their head with black magic. They would knock on the door sometimes of Ed's house, 2, 3 in the morning, saying, can you take these off our hands? You know, we don't want these anymore. This is the door here to the uh, haunted, we call it the haunted passageway simply because it leads to the museum. That's a little haunting, uh, that's a little haunting thing that happens when people walk by it. There were harmless Halloween knickknacks like that screaming toy skull, but they're side-by-side side with some potentially unsettling objects. Things that have been used in, in the black witchcraft rituals, seances, incantations, conjuring. It's the opposite of walking into a church or a chapel. There are satanic idols from the woods, figurines covered in human teeth, and an organ that supposedly plays itself. Here is the Necronomicon right here, which is a book that you really shouldn't be reading a possessed mirror, a vampire's coffin, and a ritual black magic altarpiece. That's a human skull, and you see the pentagram on it there. The family used to offer tours for a handful of visitors every few months or so. Now, they're hosting sold-out crowds every two weeks. Some tourists came a long way, like Stacy Hasse. We're actually from Cincinnati, Ohio. We drove up specifically to do this. Hassey says... She wants to learn about the unexplained, about ghosts and spirits, angels and demons. There's so many things on TV about this now. It's like so sensationalized, you don't know what to believe. Some of the younger crowd tonight are horror fans who came because they love the movie The Conjuring. Others see this as a kind of pilgrimage to meet the real Lorraine Warren. She'll show up tonight, but not for the museum tour. She says she doesn't like what's down there. I don't go in there. You know that, don't you? I don't go in there at all. No, I don't go in there. If I were you, and you went in there, don't ever try to challenge it. What's your religion? Lorraine isn't shy when it comes to talking about her faith. Yes. Okay, well, you wouldn't go in and try to challenge that. No. Don't. Don't. But even at 87, she doesn't mind going out to check for hauntings in other people's houses. Some people are here tonight to ask her advice with their own haunting problems. A few even manage to set up an appointment and they're not joking around. Yeah, I believe in it. I believe in it. A lot of things happen, it still happens in my house. That's Nicky Bruno. He came from Staten Island to ask Lorraine why he'd been pelted with dimes out of nowhere in his living room. He wanted her to confirm his theory. It means uh, prosperity. Yes. Uh, one made a joke out of it saying that it's a spirit paying its rent, you know, <laughs> it rent, but nobody believes it, I mean, that rent. <laughs> I, 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 it's unbelievable, like, nowhere. but it's not in bad, no, like, it's, it's not bad. a bad energy, no. like, I don't feel no. scared or, no, you, if, if you want, you can tell it, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave and go back to where you came from. Since my visit in 2014, there's been a string of sequels and spin-offs about Annabelle and the Warrens. Sadly, the basement is currently off limits to the general public due to local zoning laws, but the Warrens still show off Annabelle and their other artifacts at lectures and talks across the country. Lorraine Warren may not go down in the basement, but tons of ghost hunters and horror fans are dying to get a chance to go down there again, someday. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan, and I'm out there looking for the strange and the unusual on the road from New York to Boston.